Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of this podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial stories and as you would have seen it in the title. Joining me today, I have Mr. Siddharth Vaze. Welcome to the show, Mr. Siddharth. Thank you so much, Swam. Uh, so, Mr. Siddharth, uh, he has had an experience of managing five-star luxury hotels in USA and now is in, on the advisory board member of School of Digital Marketing uh, and Media at Symbiosis Skills and Open University in Pune. And he is also the founder of award-winning firm Forethought Corporate Communications and is often called as a keynote speaker to talk upon topics such as entrepreneurship, leader, leadership, among many other things. And he also hosts the popular podcast show, The CEO's Chair. So, sir, I would like to know more about your journey in entrepreneurship. So, how did the switch happen, like from managing luxury hotels in USA and coming back to India and starting a company like Forethought Communication? What was the idea behind it? Um, so, so um, that's <laughs> uh, quite an interesting question to start off with. Um, I moved back uh, to India from uh, the US in 2015, uh, okay. towards the end of 2014 and 2015. Um, okay. I had originally gone to the US to, to do uh, you know, my higher education and further studies uh, after doing my bachelor's in India. Okay. And uh, I spent about 15 years in the US managing, like you mentioned, five-star luxury hotels. Yes. Um, there was always an entrepreneurial streak in me. Uh, there was always a time, uh, you know, when I kept thinking of doing something of my own and starting something of my own. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think probably it took me 15 long years to realize that uh, if I don't do it now, then there's probably never going to be a time to do it. <laughs> yes, right. So, uh, you know, I, I moved back and I actually spent the first year just doing a lot of research on uh, what areas, uh, um, you know, that the market uh, is available to get into. What is, what is my skill set that, that I've acquired over the last couple of years? And where is it that I can find a match between the two? Okay. And that's essentially where, uh, you know, Forethought Corporate Communications came into play. And then okay. eventually a couple of years down the line is when I started hosting the CEO's Chair, uh, which is a talk show featured on YouTube, uh, not mm-hmm. only as a podcast, but now we've got a podcast channel on Spotify as well. Okay. So, sir, as you were talking about your journey, one thought that came to my mind was there was no entrepreneurship back when you started. So, what was the idea like then? Because uh, in the recent times, uh, it is a lot of fake entrepreneurship that is coming up on social media, which is misleading the community. Mm-hmm. So, think about it. So, Soham, in my opinion, entrepreneurship has always been around. Um, you make me sound very old by saying that you know entrepreneurship wasn't there when I was growing up. Uh, yes. But uh, I think entrepreneurship in one way or in some form of the other has always been there. Uh, okay. Do we know it as a new term of entrepreneurship only in the last, let's say, 10 to 15 years? I think it's become much more popular because by that term or by that name. Mm-hmm. Now, um, well, that being said, as far as fake entrepreneurship that is coming up on social media, I think like any other business, Anybody that is interested in getting into it, anybody that is interested in exploring further, mm-hmm. uh, there is a terminology or there is a phrase called trust but verify. Okay. So essentially so that... Can sorry, you explain it a bit further? Sure. So essentially that is a terminology that is used when you're buying any product, any service or even deciding to get into collaboration with anyone. That okay. while you start the relationship or you start uh, you know any project with good intentions... 
it is always important for you to do your due diligence to do your background check to make sure that you're taking the right decision at the right time for you hmm yes right so so that being said my uh, you know essentially warning label to anybody who wants to get into entre- entrepreneurship or is looking for a role model or a mentor Mm-hmm. would be to do your due diligence behind the scenes um, to find out more about that person what are they offering what is the skill set what are the services or the products that they're offering and more importantly what is their credibility or expertise in that area to be offering those services okay so sir talking about uh, as we're talking about social media and uh, entrepreneurship so mm-hmm. uh so what is like uh, there are a lot of uh, young entrepreneurs who are starting right now who are in their 20s and uh, who are like teenagers uh, even starting mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. so trying to push themselves to an audience on social media so can you talk more about building a reputation online like uh, the online reputation management which is for entrepreneurs ceos and the founders of uh, various companies absolutely so what i'll do uh, so homes i'll actually answer this question in two parts okay. um, the first part of the question will be about uh, you know new age entrepreneurs or somebody that is trying to be a, build uh, something online essentially now for me one of the most dangerous pieces of advice that i've heard is follow your passion okay and i i know that everybody says that and every successful person that i talk to encourages young people to follow their passion Yes. um but why i call it dangerous advice is because sometimes your passion is not enough for it to be a sustainable business idea okay so what does so, that so that means that for example when you're starting something and you enjoy doing something mm-hmm. you know it could be something as simple as making videos it could be okay. something as simple as you know and i hate to use the term just uh, makeup tutorials but using that as an example okay so i like think it's obvious sorry correct so if for example it is important for you to distinguish between what is a hobby and what is a business okay so if you're doing something that you're passionate about only as a hobby then you don't expect to make any revenue out of it or whatever revenue that you're getting is fine you're not really concerned about making it a sustainable business model mm-hmm. but as an entrepreneur or as somebody who wants to you know get into a business you have to really analyze what is it that you're offering what is the product or the service that you're offering apart okay. from you does somebody else also see value in it mm-hmm. and most importantly will they be willing to pay you money for it okay so it can't just start and end at passion of course that is a great starting point and not only do you have to create with passion but you also have to be good at it but beyond that what is the value that you are providing through your product or your service are other people seeing that value and can you charge a certain amount of money for it that's in my opinion something who is uh, somebody who's trying to get into the online creation business really needs to ask the, themselves these questions okay so so along with uh, entrepreneurs uh, or the creators that are there mm-hmm. uh, there mm-hmm. is also an audience side like i told uh, young teenagers and the people in 20s who are looking at more glorious side of the entrepreneurship so mm-hmm. like fail to understand the result they like see the result side but they don't see the real struggle and the process so what do you think on it so so um, uh, just briefly i also wanted to mention about the aspect of like you brought up uh, about online reputation management yes um as entrepreneurs as brand builders as creators 
as business owners it is also important for you along with your business to also ensure that you're building up your own personal brand mm-hmm. which essentially will convey to the audience what is the kind of person that you are what is the expertise or the credibility that you have and why should they trust somebody that they've never met to be able to solve a problem for them exactly so to to have all of those pieces in place uh, you know i work with a lot of founders of companies and i work with ceos of uh, brand name companies as well uh, mm-hmm. to establish their presence online okay and that has a lot of advantages because not only does it help you build a lot of credibility and trust with your clients but it mm-hmm. also helps you to add to the brand name of the organization that you're working with or that you've built and okay. helps your employees also find out what is the kind of person that i'm working for what are the values that this person has what is the thought process of this person and is working with this person a good fit for me as well as my interests okay so sir as you are talking about the employees so mm-hmm. there is a uh, there is this current situation of pandemic that we are all in and some people are losing their jobs rather some of mm-hmm. them have already lost their jobs Correct. so what can one do to reverse engineer this thoughts like working as an employee like reverse the mindset from a switch of job mindset to a creator mindset or entrepreneur mindset so uh, we also wanted to talk soham uh, very briefly about what is it when somebody is starting out as an entrepreneur what are some of the the basic barriers that they face right yes because right. because as an employee you are uh, you know whether you like it or not living in a very sheltered environment you're right. actually living in a bubble because right. you're working under the brand name of the organization and you're given a certain set of infrastructure you're given a certain set of resources to work with right now when you're thinking of starting as an entrepreneur or you're thinking of starting as a gig worker or a you know as a freelancer mm-hmm. there are some things that you really have to build for yourself and i'll probably just name a few of them that come to mind Okay. One would be to have a sense of self-education or a constantly learning mindset. Okay. So, as opposed to an employee mindset, where the only trainings that you attend are the ones that are organized by your organization or your HR department. Right. As an entrepreneur or a freelancer, it is important for you to constantly keep yourself updated with what is going on in your industry. Yes. That is one aspect. Uh, the other aspect would be to actually get good at selling. Now. Okay. a lot of employees feel that if i am not in the sales department or if i am not directly client facing i mm-hmm. don't need to have the skill set of selling okay but when you are moving from an entrepreneur from a, a employee mindset to a creator mindset you will be selling every single day whether okay. it is to your uh, network whether it is to your audience whether it is to your clients or even if it is whether uh you want to partner up with let's say a you know a, a brand endorsement so to speak okay you will have to convince them of the value that you bring to the table and that essentially is nothing but selling skills okay so in sir a, i have yeah, yeah. i have two more things for you so uh, in addition no i said i have two more two more uh, points for you with yeah, regards yeah. to this yes sir uh, the other one is also understanding the financial aspects of the business mm-hmm. because a lot of people just jump into entrepreneurship uh, and get into a creator mindset without understanding what is it going to take for me to sustain this business model or to sustain this plan right so you need to have a sense of what is the revenue that you can expect what is the break even point as well as what is the amount of investment i'm going to be required to put in over what period of time okay and i think the last and probably one of the most important points is 
that you need to have good project as well as people management skills okay so so to understand this deeply uh, like mm-hmm. uh, i was also once fascinated about entrepreneurship the result side of the entrepreneurship okay. so what does it take to be uh, as an entrepreneur like what is the day to day life of an entrepreneur like what is your experience or insight uh, as a entrepreneur in your day to day life so what challenges are you facing what rewards are you getting so can you talk a little bit about that absolutely so we were talking about uh, very briefly about the pandemic as well and uh, what i wanted to mention to everyone soham that is listening yeah. is that job creation or becoming a content creator is not for everyone right and i and i think that people also need to understand that and they need to acknowledge that yes uh, like no uh, like all people don't have leadership qualities <laughs> true but not just leadership qualities i would go a step further and say that not all people even uh, have the self discipline that is required to become an entrepreneur right right sir. right because as an employee you need a completely different set of skills versus an entrepreneur or a gig worker or a freelancer or a small business owner you need yeah. to have tremendous self discipline that is required to not just keep yourself in the right lane but also to keep your team your product your business and your clients in the right lane yes so, so, so yeah yeah so, go ahead sir yeah so if i was to you know tell somebody that is uh, thinking of making the switch let's say from an employee to an entrepreneur i would mm. actually ask them to take a uh, time to do their research first okay why they still have a job and to understand and identify if entrepreneurship is really for them okay and so, and when i yeah. sorry and uh, when so, i so yeah yes, so you can go ahead. and so so when i talk about the research uh, just very briefly i wanted to identify like a, a framework that people could follow okay so when you're doing your research it is important for you to understand what kind of market are you trying to enter what mm. is you know what is the uh, the level of maturity of that market okay what is the product or what is the service that you are trying to provide to that market right is there is there already competition that is that is existing or are you creating a, a brand new vertical or are you creating a brand new category mm-hmm. also take time out to understand what has already worked in the past versus what has not worked in the past okay and then take that to the next level by establishing your own like we talked about a personal brand build up your intelligence or build up your expertise and your knowledge in that area and then go forward and share your product or your service with the market with the value that you're providing to them that is not already available okay so so a lot of them have already lost their jobs so they don't have like they don't uh, know how to think ahead of that uh, mm-hmm. like what is the future of uh, like what will be the future for them so Correct. there are jobs which are like completely vanished from the uh, ecosystem and mm-hmm. then jobs coming with artificial intelligence and everything automation correct so uh, how would you recommend them to render their thoughts like the people who have lost their jobs absolutely so for somebody who's lost their job already so um, what i would recommend is that they need to take a very hard look at their finances first of all okay to understand do they have the luxury of spending or investing a certain amount of money into building a business mm. without expecting any returns from the business i would say at least for the next 6 to 9 months 
or okay. do they need to take up another job or look for another job that will sustain themselves and their families and their livelihood until they are able to build a sustainable business model okay so if somebody is already lost a job and is looking for another job i think also part of the question that they need to ask themselves is that what is the reason that i was so easily replaceable Mm-hmm. in any company i'm sure there's a certain set of people that have lost their jobs and there's a certain set of people that have kept their jobs yes now if a certain set of people have lost their jobs why is it that they were they were understood or they were felt to be underskilled or they were felt to be uh, you know replaceable by okay. technology did they take the time to invest in gaining knowledge about you know the product or the service did they mm-hmm. spend time in getting to know about other areas of the business that they could contribute in or were they maintaining a typical employee mindset that i have only been given a certain task and that is my only responsibility to cover right so as as any business owner i think there are some a lot of hard decisions that are being taken today by ceos and founders of companies that what do i need to do to keep my business alive right so if if you are if you if you're somebody who's already lost your job or if you're somebody who thinks that their job might be in jeopardy you need to ask yourself and you need to think of yourself as a small business owner that if i was in my ceo's position if i was in my founder's position would i think of my job as replaceable and if yes what is it that i can do to make sure that i offer extra value to the to the organization so right. that the organization or the department cannot function without me right So sir before we end this podcast there's one last mm-hmm. question I would like to ask you mm-hmm. so where do you see the future of entrepreneurship is going and what would be one piece of advice that you would give to a 20 year old siddharth who is listening to this right now <laughs> so a uh, great question again uh, i think i'll answer it in two parts um first yeah. is the future of entrepreneurship so on um i think that the future of entrepreneurship looks very very exciting and i think there's going to be tremendous potential for it okay um the future of entrepreneurship is also going to be very tech focused so anybody who feels that they do not have any knowledge or do not have sufficient knowledge of technology should uh, spend some time as well as some money investing in learning about technology and how they can apply that technology into the industry or into their uh, skill set that they already have Yes. Um I think the future of entrepreneurship will also be location agnostic. You will have if you're building a good business, you will have the luxury of being able to manage that business remotely, which I think the last couple of months has shown us. Okay. Right. Um in addition, I think the world will become smaller than it had, than it already is. You will probably be interacting with a lot more people from different parts of the world, from different cultures, from different skill sets, different seniority and age levels and so on. so it will be important for entrepreneurs to be able to interact with different people from different cultures uh, very seamlessly right. so i think entrepreneurs also need to invest in their networking skills in their communication skills i would say both verbal as well as written communication skills mm. and uh, i think lastly your personal brand will define who you are as an entrepreneur or as a freelancer or as a gig worker okay. so don't waste uh, too much time or don't uh, think of it as a non priority item to build your own personal brand along with the work that you do okay and the second part of the question was that what advice would i give to a 20 20 year old sadat yes <laughs> um i would say uh, 
you know, a couple of pieces of advice that I would say is probably have a lot more self-discipline than I did uh, when I was in my 20s. Okay. It's not not to say that I didn't, but I would like to probably have had a much more focused idea of what I wanted to do and what I wanted to achieve. That's one. Okay. The other one is uh, I think it would be more important for me to learn more about myself and spend a lot more time with myself to understand what I want to do versus what I don't want to do as well. Okay. Because I think a lot of times while experimenting is good, mm-hmm. we we tend to waste too much time in trying to do too many things or trying to do something just because somebody else has told us that it's a good idea. Okay. So to all the youngsters that are out there that are listening, I think it is important for you to take full responsibility for your decisions. Mm-hmm. Do things that only you want to do without falling under any society pressure or any parental pressure. Exactly. And lastly, uh, two points would be learn to say no. Okay. So whether it is professionally, whether it is personally, it's okay for you to set boundaries and say that listen, this is not a priority for me, or this is not something that I'm interested in, mm-hmm. without, you know, without thinking about am I offending the other person or not. Okay. So I'm not so I'm not saying just say a blanket no, but there's all there's also diplomatic ways of saying no that listen this is not for me, and mm-hmm. I have a different plan for myself. Yes, right. And I one last piece of advice that I would give to the young listeners, Soham, is to say is to do what you say that you're going to do. Okay. So so one of the things as an example that I would like to add is I'm I'm very impressed with the very professional way in which you coordinated with me for this entire podcast. Okay. So, so whether it is you know either your written communication or your phone calls or our you know back and forth with the the question and answers and so on, there are too many people that are out there, especially the youngsters, uh, mm-hmm. that that don't do what they say that they're going to do. Right. And if you are not going to be reliable, or if you are not going to uh, give that confidence to somebody else, that listen, once I've given a certain piece of advice or I've given a certain task or a certain project to Soham, I know that it'll get done. Right. I will not be able to trust you with additional responsibilities. I will not be able to trust you with future projects. Right, sir. So that's that's the for me that would be the basis of uh, any relationship or any uh, you know future collaboration that I would want to work with. Right, sir. So there are a lot of people who just talk about uh, doing things but fail on execution. So Absolutely. that would be like a great piece of advice for them and. Uh, I think it was great talking to you, sir. Uh, and thank you so much for being on the show and uh, providing so much value. It's, it's it was a pleasure, Soham. Thank you so much for uh, having me on the show, and I wish you and your viewers nothing but uh, success moving forward. Thank you, sir. And on this note, uh, to everyone listening, I would like uh, to uh, subscribe to CEO's Share on YouTube. I'll provide the link in the description. And Mr. Siddharth also has a LinkedIn page where he shares some great thoughts. So that was it for this particular podcast. See you in the next one.